right, welcome to Elite Team Athletics Podcast. I got my guy Q, my guy Tevin, myself, Kyle Coglatori, and a special guest, Trey Waynes. Trey, I want to say with the Vikings, right now you're unrestricted free agent. Does that feel weird? You feel like you cool good. with it? You feel good? <laughs> you about to cash, to cash that out? check. Yeah. <laughs> Long time coming. Yeah. So off camera, we were just talking a little bit about when you were getting drafted, you were not thrilled with the Vikes pick because you were told they had no interest in picking you. Mm. And you kind of thought you were going to be going to Jeff Fisher or John Fox in Chicago and the Rams, that kind of deal. And, I mean, I guess I, I can understand the animosity. If you think somebody's not going to do it, then they do do it. Kind of walk us through that a little bit. Uh, you know, so like I said before, um, you know, right when the draft was about to start, um, I asked my agent, you know, who was it? where's it looking like I'm going to go? Because, you know, they have a feel for it. They talk to the coaches, the GMs, the owners. And uh, the first thing he said was the Vikings aren't going to take you. So in my head, I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I don't want to be here if they don't want me here. So, um, you know, that was kind of it for that. And then, you know, when it was time for them to pick, I wasn't yeah. even paying attention. Then my phone starts ringing. And I look at my agent. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> like I was kind of mad. I'm like, you told me. You know what I'm saying? So I was still feeling some type of way. But, um, you know, after, you know, after, you know, a minute, like, it all, like, kind of just hit me. And, you know, it, it was over for there. And then it was overwhelming, just happiness mm -hmm. to, to make it. You yeah, know, that, cool. that transition is crazy, huh? Mm -hmm. yeah, I was saying, especially because we had a crowded cornerback group at oh, that time. We had, what was it, Newman, Rhodes, Captain Munnerland. Yep. Like, so it wasn't like, a, oh, I'm just going to show up, start right away. It's like you really had to earn your way onto mm -hmm. the field and – yeah, that's how – what was that like going from being the man in Michigan State to now essentially like fourth on the depth chart? Uh, I mean, it was cool. Like I said in the interview, you know, my rookie year, it's like you know, I'm just redshirting again yeah. um, just because, you know, you're coming into a whole different league system, set of rules, and it's like it's a, you could get away with a lot in college that you really yeah. can't do now. Like you can't even fucking touch a receiver without getting a flag. So, oh, yeah. you know, that was new to me, learning, you know, the playbook, the system – uh, I mean, a lot of people probably won't know this because you know, they're not in that locker room, but the Vikings have a very complicated defense. Oh, yeah. So it's not easy to learn, and we're always doing, um, you know, plays off of plays off of plays off of checks, off of formations, you know, everything. We have, like, four calls in one play, and then that play could get switched if, you know, one receiver motions. Mm -hmm. You know, it could, you know, add a whole bunch of other stuff to it. So, I mean, it wasn't an easy thing to learn, but once you learn it, you know, it's pretty – it was pretty uh, easy to, you know, go off of. But, I mean, it took me a while to learn it. And, um, you know, a lot of the guys, like Team New especially, helped me helped me learn it um, when I was backing him up. You know, he's actually – he's still a coach, right? He actually transitioned or is he, he I out? Know. I, know he, I know he's out in California. Okay. But uh, I don't know what he's doing out there. Because I know for a minute there, they're thinking about getting him off the staff and bringing him back to the roster. Because <laughs> we, yeah. we got injured. What? Was that two years ago? No, yes. that was this year. That was this year? Yeah. They were really like, hey, man, strap it up one more time. <laughs> Let's see if you could do it. How many years has he been out when when they came up to him to do that? Just one. Just one? Yeah, because uh, his last year, they let him they let him go after like OTAs or some shit. And they brought him back to coach. And then this year was his like, first year out, I think, or last year. I remember the good old days when he was with my Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Parcells. He used to have to bring the water to Parcells. Yeah. You know, actually, now that you're talking, Q, you guys go way back. We do. Sixth grade, right? Used to run the city, playing some hoops. <laughs> yeah, we, we ran it. We ran it back to back. Who gave who buckets, though? 
We're on the same I'm, team. Yeah, we're on the same team. Right, but who yeah, got but more I mean, buckets? Okay, who got? He's the basketball guy. Oh, yeah, I yeah. see it. I see it every Saturday. Yeah, that was him. So you couldn't compete with him? What was going on? I mean, I can't shoot. You can't shoot? Uh, I can play defense. <laughs> yeah, mid range specialist. Hey, that's it. Mid range. Okay. Mid range specialist. Either, so. <laughs> You're a track guy, baseball guy. No, I'm a track guy. You weren't a track guy? No, I was a football guy who ran track. There you go. <laughs> the difference. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you for correcting that. I just I was going back on all the stuff you accomplished throughout your high school career. Uh, my family was track people. Mom and dad. My brother, yeah. Brother too. Your mom and dad were at Kansas State. Where'd your brother end up? He went to Eastern. Right on. Right on. Your your mom and your dad's actually I remember reading the quote about how you got cheap shotted in practice and it was uh it was a crack block. Your coach didn't do anything about it. It I was bull- him up. Oh, you did? I didn't hear that you got in a you got in a fightable. No, I didn't get a fight, but I hit everybody. I actually <laughs> that was the other thing. Well, the quote was that your dad pulled you aside and said, "Hey, man, don't ever let anybody disrespect you." Oh, I wasn't even that. He knew what time it was. <laughs> this is okay. in Michigan State. No, no this, this is high, high school. High school. Yeah. high school. So that's bogus when you have your own yeah. teammate. Well, because my thing was like, just, they weren't that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, our offense had, like, three dudes. Yeah. Like, Mel, Gino, Vontae, maybe a couple others. So, like, you know, my thing was, I like, I'm not with, like, the extra shit in practice. My thing is, like, save it for the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And they hit me on some bullshit. So, I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, cool. Payback. Like, what y'all want to do? So, I was, well, I, Pete was one of them. I lit Pete ass up. Oh, yeah. I, I heard about up. that. So, I was like, <laughs> everybody going to get it. Because I ain't, you know, I'm as extra as you're going to be. I actually so read, you're always known for smacking kids. And they, I mean, it's turned out. I, I lit Tommy ass up, too. One time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I remember that. It was, well, we got in a lot of fights, though, in high school. Like, okay. our head coach, like, he liked it. That but, it was building the program up? I mean, it's just, it was just that mentality thing he wanted. And, like, we. Bunch of dogs. Yeah, I mean, he almost got in a fight, too, in one of the playoffs games. Like, our head coach. That's awesome. But I mean, it's just—I want to play for that guy. Yeah, I should have cool. played for that guy. Would you? What would you have been, Q? Would have been back there with Trey. We would have been splitting them sides, and it really would have been it? no fly zone. No fly zone. <laughs> really, because I mean, you know, I'm you a, got them hot. I'm a I'm a hooper anyways, and I, you know, I got about a 40, 42 inch vert. You know, no one's Dude, throwing the ball up. You got the hands too. You got quick no hands. One, no one's throwing the ball up. So why why couldn't you convince this guy to come play a little footy? He didn't want to do it. Strictly hoops. I was simple minded at the time, man. I just wanted to play basketball, but you know, other sports can open other doors. I, sh- I should have, you know, everyone has some regrets. That's one of them, but okay. hey, life goes on. True, true, true. So going back to the the hitting people, I mean, you're known for being a great tackler in the NFL. That's actually probably one of your strongest suits besides how fast you are. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in the Vikings defense, it's actually needed corners. I mean, Antoine Winfield, Xavier was pretty good at it. You're really good at it. I mean, was. I feel bad for Xavier. I feel like he's getting a bad rap. I think he's been hurt a lot. So I'm not even going to get into that. I like I like Xavier. But, what I mean, what's that like coming in? Was that transition easy, just still smacking kids, or is it catching up? Like, um, yeah, nothing. I mean, just because coming out of college, we did hitting drills every day. So yeah. it's like it wasn't anything different. Uh, the only difference is in college, you know, um, you know, you're playing. I mean, they're, they're all good. Yeah. But – NFL, everybody was a man on their college team, so that's who you're playing. Like in college, like not everybody's the man, you know what I'm saying? Like you still have guys that are okay, like decent, but you no, know, everybody's good at this level. But 
as far as the tackling thing, like that's never been, you know, an issue for me just because, you know, even starting in Pee Wee, like that's what our coach did. Like our coach uh, back then, I played for the Broncos. He uh, he had a son that was a linebacker and all that stuff, but we were doing hit and drills then, and his whole thing was the harder you hit them, the less it hurts. And that's what he preached. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I was hitting from a young age, and it's just it's something that um, I kind of just got used to. Kenosha, it sounds like a, a crazy community out there, like a lot of support. Like, you guys are real sports fans out there. It used to be. Used to be. Yeah, what what it's, happened it's now? Certainly. Really? It used fell to off? be. Oh, yeah. has it? Since we left. Really? It's terrible. Because, I mean, there's, there's been Nick Van Axel. There's been a lot of people who have ever actually since, been successful. Ever since we left. Terrible. We maybe had like one other person that actually did something. Gavin Lux, he plays in the MLB for the Dodgers. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, in their defense, when you take two NFL players and a professional Hooper off the out of the school, out of the community, I'm guessing your sports team is gonna fall <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> like, if you go keep I mean, that level of you know, in, in comparison, you know, you don't have to be a you know professional Hooper, but you right. can still you know go to college, make right. a name for yourself, and you know be strong at the sports, and still at least have a good culture and a strong program. Right. It's like the programs are falling off, not necessarily oh, okay, the individuals. Okay, okay. You know, is so. the coaches still there? Same coaches? I'm not sure. You know, the records aren't good enough for me to keep track. Really, yeah. really. If I tell I mean, the truth, it's not even like that. It's just like the community support too. Like nobody goes to games no more, and we used to have like several thousand people at our games. And like we were talking really? about that the other day for yep. the basketball games, had to bring out extra bleachers. Not nobody even goes. So I mean, it, it's partly on the community too. That's crazy because everything I've been reading from what you do in the community, because you do a lot. I mean, you do a you do a free camp, you do a seven on seven camp. You and Melvin do it. Um, you also do a dodgeball tournament. You you showed up to the baseball all-star games for the Little League stuff. I'm probably forgetting some stuff here, but I know you do a lot. You speak at a lot of events, high schools, boys and girls clubs. Um, and the turnout, I, from what I was reading, was huge. Like, you guys have 510 kids at your camp. 300 signed up in the first 30 minutes. So, I mean, that, that blows my mind that it's falling off. So, it, the support for you guys is still there. I don't mean the athletes. Okay. Because you got to think, like, back in the day, he, you can attest to this, like, when, like, me, Mel, Gino, like, Joe, like, when we was playing, like, we was doing a lot of extra shit on the side. Like, okay. we, we would go to, you know, Carthage and, like, do things to get better. You know what I'm saying? We were taking the, that extra set because we knew where we wanted to go. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was, like, it wasn't, like, a situation where we go to practice, go home, jump on the video game. Mm -hmm. We was doing the early morning workouts. You know, we was doing shit after school. We was doing shit on the weekends, like just trying to get better. And you don't really see that nowadays. Can you elaborate that for the kids that listen to this to let them know what they need to be doing if they really want to get to that next level? Out. Just like we had to. Extra. Yeah, like, to do more. Be handed to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. My thing, like, like I don't really... I don't really, like, when I go back and talk, like, I don't really sugarcoat it and, like, tell kids what they want to hear because, nah. Because I, yeah. I was underrated, undersized my whole life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't, you can ask him. I wasn't the big-time recruit. And it was crazy because Mel was saying the whole time, like, bro, like, you're going to go higher than me. Like, you're you're better. Like, you're underrated. But it's like, you know, I, I had to do the extra shit just to get noticed. You know what I'm saying? Just because of my mm. position. Because I asked a college coach one time from North Dakota. It was like my first offer. And I was like, look. She was like, ask me anything you want. And I'll be honest. And I'm like, all right. Like, no offense, but 
why is it that, you know, I'm looking at these kids from Texas, from Florida, Ohio, same position, same size, everything. And it's like my stats are better, if not the same, but they have 15 plus offers and I got y'all. He's like, because you're from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He's like, no skill position is known for coming out of Wisconsin. That's, so, that's crazy. crazy. I mean, it's, it's true. Wisconsin's known for running backs, linebackers, and linemen. Linemen, yeah. Yep. You know, so it's like that's something, you know, I had to face. And it's like I feel like that extra work that, you know, our class was, you know, committed to doing helped us put us over the edge. And you don't see that a lot of times. You just think that a lot of kids, they, they go to the same school that we went to. They're doing the same program. You know, they're wearing the same number that, you know, that's just going to get them that extra mile. And it's like it ain't it. Ain't it. You yeah. know what I'm You got to do the extra work yourself. You can't just show up. The, the biggest thing that I, I feel a lot of kids have is, you know, a lot of things are given to, and, and not every kid, because obviously that's not the truth, but I think a lot of kids who think they're going to have that dream of playing in the league, they think a lot of things are given, their parents are going to push them to get there. But there's too many kids that are hungry already on their own. You know what I mean? They're going to take your spot. If you're not doing the extra things you're talking about, they're not going to make it, period. Like, there's too many kids, kids that actually want it and are going to go through the motions. You know what I mean? Do what you're talking about, going after. But, um... It's crazy to hear that because you think with Melvin being there, like you said, he was a highly recruited kid. You would have thought that all that extra tape, all those scouts being there, would have actually been beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Did you get to at least be in front of those coaches and talk to them, I mean, be like, I "Hey, was, I'm here, man." I was, but it didn't really matter just because Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, is not really a pass happy league. Mm-hmm. It's state. Okay. So I mean, even you know, I was out there, you know, doing my thing. They weren't really throwing the ball like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So they just saw like a lot of tackling and shit. And they just said, you know, I was a guy who had to come to the camps. Okay. And like, every camp I went to, I walked away with the offer. Okay. So, I mean, it was just – it wasn't the fact that I couldn't do it. It's just I wasn't really able to show it just because of the position I was in because of the state I was in. Yep. Yeah. You know, Wisconsin yep. Wisconsin's terrible. I went to high school in Wisconsin. And, like, yeah, all the offenses are, like, the wing T, triple option, like, corners you're getting. I've got all state in Wisconsin – not defending any passes hardly. Like, just straight up, like, just being big and the only black kid on Me the field. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not going to throw his away. We're going to pick on the other side. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, you're all state? Like, I didn't even, I didn't even know I played corner this year. <laughs> like, if I jump in, that's exactly what uh, teams did when they played against Bradford. They did not throw to Trey Wayne's side. Really? Maybe once a game and it was a deflection or interception. Like, that's it. He, so- the, the temps were really low. What, what's the deal, though, that I read that they had you playing outside linebacker and they had you playing safety before you even were at corner? So, yeah, so how, our, or how our high school worked. Was um, it just to give you action? Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, so how our defense was run, like, early on, like, when we were younger, I mean, uh, they wanted all their, like, hitters up front, mm-hmm. like their tacklers. They're, like, you know, better players. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the position they put me in. Like, it was like a stand-up outside linebacker. And it was like... I wasn't the biggest dude, but, you know, I made plays. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know, that's where they wanted me. And, um, you know, when I got older, uh, I wasn't big enough to actually play that position. So then they moved me to safety. Mm-hmm. And it was a downhill safety the whole time because I would just come down and – Smacking kids. Yeah, and then I ended up fucking up my shoulder. And then they moved me to corner for the playoffs, and then I just – Killed it from there. there. Yeah. But then what happened with the, the bogus the bogus injury – the the fibia and you tore ligaments. Uh, Wasn't yeah. that weren't you even supposed to, like you weren't even supposed to be in the game anymore? Nah, it was. So our coach was because our senior year, we I don't think we finished the game. 
Okay. Like we never. No. I think yeah, first, you guys were winning by like sixty a game yeah. or something. Right? First half, yeah. the game was first <laughs> yeah. quarter, the game was over with. Trust yeah. me, it was. It was, yeah, it was. So we were we were playing. It was crazy. It was actually the night of like my winter formal. We were playing subsidiary city team or something like that, and um, <laughs> our coaches like we were beating them like. 40 to nothing or some shit. It was, it was crazy. So our coach was just going to let us finish the half, and then we were done. Yeah. You know, so that was it. And it was a kick return. And Mel, Mel thinks it's his fault to this day, but it wasn't. Because he was my lead blocker. But I just yeah. outran him. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was running, and I was returning the ball. I got it all the way to, like, their 20. And, like, some dude horse collared me and, like, fell on my leg, and it snapped. Aww. Yeah, so... I had to go to the hospital right then and there and then get surgery. I, like, broke my, my fibula, fibula, tibula, fibula, ankle, and, like, tore, like, five ligaments or whatever. Damn. Yeah, Damn. all on the game that was And over. where were the ligaments at? Was it at the bottom or was it at the top? Bottom. By, bottom. Mm-hmm. Well, is that better? That's probably better than your knee. Yeah, it's better than your knee. God yeah. damn. And then he still ran a 4-2-4. Four, four. God, you see, <laughs> that don't make no yeah, sense. Yeah, did you come back for track? I did, but it wasn't that good though. Um, good enough to run a four-two-four. Four. <laughs> right, like I hate, I hate motherfuckers. It's just like, yeah, you know, we it was all right, and like you just ran a four-two. Like I love to run a four-two. <laughs> Give me the four-two-four. Four. Yeah, you can't even run a six anymore, boy. Okay, come on, don't disrespect, <laughs> don't disrespect me. I'd say, I'd say like third at state. That's so. I mean, the other thing that I was reading, I want to get into your relationship with Melvin Gordon too, but. I heard that ultra, ultra competitive between you two, and he loves mm-hmm. to tell everybody that he beats you and everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the article said, but then in the, the quotes right afterwards, it said, I'm better than you at Madden. I'm faster than you. I got drafted higher than you. You're, that's what I said, or he said This that. is all on ESPN. This is what you said to him after oh, he was yeah. telling you he beat, he was trying to say we're even. No. And then you said, you started shaking your head. He said, F that. I'm better you than know. him. <laughs> you know. Facts tell. So what's what's that competitive thing like? Is it's been like that since? Cause you guys met in the seventh grade, right? Yeah, it's seven or six. Yeah. And then it just escalated from there. Always been around each other. Always competing. He pushed you. You pushed him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, just, I mean, that's, that's something. Like I said, that just you know elevated our you know level of play. Just because, like I was saying, like we'd always do that extra shit. Like, yeah. It would be the weekend. We go to Carthage, do drills, like something. You know, yeah, and then we'd always be at each other's houses, like lifting weights. Like we'd always like work out with his dad. Like we'd just go to his house, and his dad would just put us through some crazy ass <laughs> bullshit ass workouts. <laughs> I heard about Bo's workouts. Yeah, like there was one time he he made us like I'm not even making this up. He made us like take a a bench press bar and put like 45 pound weights on it and curl it. Like he made us curl that. <laughs> like so it's just like this shit. Cause he used to be a bodybuilder, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so okay. He a big dude himself. I heard and he like, was huge, but I didn't know he was a bodybuilder. He he put us through like a lot of fucked up workouts. <laughs> How old were you when you were curling? Would that be one thirty five? I don't even know. It was high school. It was like our junior, senior year in high school. And he, he would like do like bench press with us. Like I remember one time we were benching in the basement. He just sat down and put three plates on and started repping it. Like without, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, so no warm up. We were just. And at that point, do you feel like he was doing it because he wanted like you guys to be bigger, faster, stronger? Or was or he like, you know, I'm just getting this man. workout in either way, and y'all kids are here, so you're going to hate. Well, I mean, he was really training us. Yeah. But then he just sat down, just 
did, and I was like, shit, man, we were struggling to get it at once, and he just repping it. I'm like, all right, cool. God damn. <laughs> so, we, I mean, Melvin's a huge dude. He's big, too. And you were doing everything he's doing back then? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, bro, he's probably got, like, what, 50 pounds on you? Well, I mean, he, he can squat more than me. Okay. I mean, just because I hate squatting and all that shit, but I, I was usually better than bench, or we was about the same, so. But his his thing was like, he 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 was a weight room warrior, like okay. a gym rat, and like I would I was too, but like I was more like laxed about it. So I would like bring my phone and you know do all some other shit. And he always like make jokes like, man, why he always got his phone? Man? Like, shit. <laughs> I don't do more than just lift weights. But, so was it crazy experiencing that with your best friend being, you know, he was four picks after you mm-hmm. with the Chargers? What was that like? I mean, your parents were there, his parents. Actually, I don't know. His dad might not have been there at the time, mm. but his mom was there. I mean, what was that like being two kids from Kenosha? You're the first group of high school high school teammates drafted since 1990. That's just cool. I mean, it was it was um, it was a big relief uh, just because, like I said, it was something you know we were working for uh, you know since sixth seventh grade, and like, yeah. it's kind of how free agency is like. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a relief when it's over because it's something we've been working for, yeah. You know, our whole lives. You know, what I'm saying because like the first contract's cool, but you know, nobody's not real bread. It, yeah, it ain't really real until I mean your fifth so, years. Your fifth year, you are getting paid. Not like that. You still not in comparison nice to right. oh yeah, 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 not compared to what you about to yeah. get. But I mean, so, the first four years, I'm saying that's <laughs> that's tough. But then that that fifth year is actually kind of nice little bump at least before the I real payday. Well, no, because. If they didn't pick it up, then I could have yeah. got paid right. then. Yeah. And, like, my agent was hoping they didn't pick it up so I could get paid earlier. Are you are you thinking about that going into this new CBA deal? Are you thinking, like, hey, I don't know if I really want to sign something long-term with this new CBA coming in, if they might bring in another $100 million per team or something they're saying? No, so we're trying to we're – tr- like, a lot of teams are trying to wait just because cap space. Like, for oh, instance, yeah. the Vikings have no fucking – None. Right, um, a couple broke bitches. So it's like <laughs> a lot. Of, a lot of teams are trying to hold off for that, so more people yeah. can get paid and pay more. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. Like I just want my money. You cool with you cool with seventeen games? No, that would be. I would <laughs> no, X I that. Cool I would already games. say oh, 16. <laughs> <laughs> what would be Cut your ideal? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. What would be your ideal number? So I think sixteen would be cool if they took out the. Preseason, because yeah, that's like yeah. four or five extra games. I mean, you guys really only play one half of one game in that whole exactly. thing anyways. But we still got to go through the practices, yep. the camp, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just, it's pointless. But I think adding 17 is going to make the game worse. I feel like you're going to have people doing, doing like load management and shit well, or something. I heard something like players were only allowed to fully play 16 or something like that. So I don't know what they're going to do. But well, it's a scam to get you to get to 18. It's just, that's it's, what the scam it's is. Dumb. I think it's. I think they're contradicting themselves about making the game safer. Yep. And then they add games, and it's like motherfuckers barely make it through the season anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for real. You just like, cause you gotta think like, say you make it through 17 games or whatever, and it's like you make it healthy, but then you mm-hmm. add a no, 16 games, and you add a 17 game, and it's like, oh, you tear your ACL. Plus playoffs. Yeah, plus playoffs. Plus playoffs. Like, like, it's hard ruin, to be healthy. And that could ruin somebody's career, and it's like. For sure. Football is not ideal anyway for the human body. No. Like, no. We're doing, we're, we're put in positions, uh, like movement positions that our bodies aren't accustomed to do. And no. we're like, hitting people 
every fucking play, yeah. and then we get a couple of days to recover before we do it all again. Like it's not something that we're meant to do. Yeah, and you're adding on top of that already, so it's like, all right, you're just gonna shorten careers. So. Oh, for sure. I mean, they they're definitely doing that, and and the unfortunate part is, is I know they're trying to extend the benefits for players after the retirement benefits, but I mean, they should take care of you for life. I mean, there's too much money in the league. They should take care of you for life. It doesn't even make sense to not do it. Medical bills should be taken care of. I I saw another big thing that actually thought was cool was they're getting rid of weed as being something you can be punished for. Like it's going to be illegal. Shouldn't be punished for it anyway. Should be illegal 20 years ago. Yeah, and then they try to throw it in with like, oh, if we had a 17th game, we're not going to test it. No, you shouldn't be doing it in the first place. Don't act like you're doing us a favor. Well, the other crazy thing too is with that 17th game, they're going to do the playoffs where it's only going to be one team from each side having a bye week. Yeah. And that team's going to have 29 days off before they play again. What? Imagine having tw- – it's 21 or 22 right now. <laughs> it's going to be 29 game, or days before you play another game. Imagine what your team – first of all, you might be rusty. You're going to be rusty. Yeah. But then on top of that, you will probably be healthy. You'll be healthy, but you'll be rusty too. See, I can't imagine that. That game Double is going to sword. Be, yeah. I don't like it. Do you feel like you and the guys here, I mean, you could speak for the guys you're on the team with, the 53-man roster, what you guys all collectively think. I mean, you, I'm guessing a lot of you think alike. But I, mean, I mean, it's mixed. I mean, there's a lot of guys that really love this this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm sure they won't mind, but I know some guys feel exactly how I feel. Like, it's hard to get through a 16-game season plus playoffs, yeah. plus preseason. So that's like... You know, twenty plus games right there. And you had the farther you go into the playoffs, the shorter your break time is. Yeah. So it's like and then you add another game on top of that. And you've played a lot of games because of coming into this team where I mean, first season you guys were thirteen and three, right? So I mean you got thrusted in, like you said, red shirted. But you got thrusted in to start, I think, the second half because Terrence got hurt. And then then your first pick of your career against Russ. Russell Wilson, what was that like? That had to be cool. nuts. That was cool. Like, me and Russ, we cool because he went to Wisconsin. You know, I've trained with him a couple of times. So, you know, I, I like playing against him. You know, he's a fun guy. He's a great competitor. And, you know, it's always good talking to him after the games, too. You let him know? Like, hey, man, thanks for that ball. Or <laughs> no, what do you I, say? I, don't really, I don't really talk shit. I mean, I was talking to uh, Stafford about that shit. He said I owed him one because he threw me a late pick against the Lions. <laughs> whatever, but, yeah, that's cool. Each pick, you should just have him sign the ball. Be like, hey. Thanks for donating to the Trey Wayne's fund. It's funny, you know what I mean? Like, it's funny. I, I remember uh, texting Trey after that interception against the Lions. I'm like, I see how you got that footwork in. He was like, yeah, Tony two-tap. <laughs> you got got those toes in. Yeah, I was surprised I did, actually. I mean, you, you've also picked off Aaron Rodgers. You, you've picked off a lot of good quarterbacks. you face a lot of good quarterbacks in the yeah, NFC. in our conference. Yeah, I mean, Bears, Bears, man. Oh, no. Woof. I'm not really I'm not really messing with them. I'm not jiving with that. But I mean you, you see a lot of good cornerbacks every year. Is it is it when you get out there you kinda like I mean, I don't think you can ever get starstruck in that game because you know you belong. Like anybody who's in the league's like, Hey, I'm here for a reason. But I mean when you go in there, you see Randy Moss quote saying, Oh my god, I gotta stand up, I gotta watch this. This is Brett Favre. You know what I mean? Is you ever get like that? Not no more. Just I mean, I faced them all. Like I faced, you know, the best quarterbacks in our league to this day. So it's like you know, I see Aaron Rodgers fucking two times a yeah. year. You don't he's, really get better than that. He's you know scary, saying? man. So, you know, it's, it's cool. Is it weird seeing how 
and I, I mean last year I think was the first real, real big statistics as to why the money side for the QBs is too too obscure. Like, I think it was eight out of ten of the highest-paid quarterbacks didn't even make the playoffs last year. Mm. Is it is it weird seeing these teams, I don't want to say tank or anything like that, but not produce because of that? I mean, you're seeing it affect every other position on the field. Mm-hmm. You love it. You don't I mean, even... it's not weird because it's, it's, it's a business. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, it just comes with it. Yeah. I mean – that's crazy. I mean, it deserved, but you know what I'm saying? So it's just going to be harder for them to win, you know, resign other players. Right. Just because, I mean, look at our situation. You know, I'm not mad at Kurt. Yeah. Get yours. Like, that's yeah. Boy. Right. We went to college together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it just it makes it harder for other positions to get paid. But like I said, I'm not mad. I've done the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's a business, and you know, you got to. Do it for your fans. Right. And because if yeah. you take if you take a discount for the team, like there's oh, yeah. nothing there's nothing yeah. that's gonna there's nothing that's gonna guarantee them allocating that money to a different that's position to make the team. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta get yours. So Oh yeah, the selfish side of me wishes you come back on a discount. But we got no money. <laughs> right. And I'm like, hey man, as a real, I want you to get paid. So I, I get it. I get it. Out of there. Yeah. <laughs> where are you thinking where what's what's like on the, the parameters of free agency for you, like where are you thinking you might be? Uh, I don't know if I can say that. You can't? Okay. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Other, so I'm no. just not going to speak yeah. on it. But okay. I mean, Q, no. Okay. Other, I told him. Okay. Other than <laughs> other than money, what are some of the factors of, that you're looking at when looking at other teams? Like, is it mostly, like, system? Is it guys on the team? Location? Fuck. You don't care? You just... Nah, because <laughs> someone had asked me that, and I was like, I'm not looking... Like, I'm looking for the highest bidder because... Like I said before, playing in the Vikings defense, you know, I don't know. I'm worried about a system. We played every fucking coverage there is. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they put us in man, zero, three, two. So I'm used to playing that. And then, like, I'm a guy, I get, I could get along with anybody. Yeah. But, like, my thing is, like, I'm, I'm there to do my job and go home. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't really, it's not like college where, like, you're living with your teammates and shit like that. So, and, like, especially when you got a family, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I ain't trying right. to. I'm just trying to go home. So, See like, you know, I don't really hang around after, you know, practicing meetings anyways, but, you know, I'm an easy dude to get along with anyways. So, like, I'm not worried about not fitting in or what system I'm going to. But, like, you know, one thing that um, will, uh, will take into effect of things is, you know, just location, like yeah. state income tax. Like, yeah. for example, if I would, went to Oakland, Yep. Compared to here, I'd make ten percent more just off of taxes. Well, now they're in Vegas. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Vegas. So it's like, yeah. like one of my buddies was joking, like, "Would you stay here or go to Oakland?" I was like, "I go to Oakland. Hell yeah, I make more money. Yeah, like, we're ten fucking percent. Yeah, like, y'all killing me in taxes. <laughs> How hard? <laughs> oh yeah, this is the worst That's state what I'm to be. So it's like, yeah. this is a no brainer. Like, yeah. it'd be cool to stay. Yeah, I'm established, but you know, I'd save. Business. What's the mad? Like one point five million dollars a year? God, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, like I'm going out too. somewhere with Bro, and you, and, you know. That's like that's like I have a couple of former teammates that are in the league and they talked about like the first time they got their check and they see all the taxes taken oh, out and man, they're like, God. What was that feeling like? Is it- I called my mom. <laughs> Is this right? This don't look right. I thought there was more zeros. because <laughs> <laughs> well, um it's like cause back then I was still a resident of Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin's not as high as here. Yeah, I got my shit back. It was like eight hundred thousand. Yeah, 
fuck? I was yeah. like, oh, this ain't right. Wait, that they yeah. took out 800,000? Yeah. So they take it out before you even get it. Yeah. yeah so was, you know what? That's actually. I moved here and it was even more. Shit. So <laughs> I called my financial guy, like he's not with us anymore. He had passed away. But I was like, yo, oh, like, RIP. like uh, I need to put my shit in an offshore account. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what's some illegal shit I can do? Because they they robbing me. I think you, you know have to saying? spend uh more than half the year at another location. I don't I don't know what it was. I was trying to get offshore accounts on some fucking gangster <laughs> shit. So I'm like, I'll I'll risk it. They're <laughs> 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 taking all my fucking money. So I mean, obviously, I didn't do it. Right, he didn't let me do it. But, I, dude, I, I think, think we're we're one of the I think we're worst top three oh, worst yeah, tax we're like states. One of the worst. Yeah. And dude. I know Mel getting killed too. Oh, I believe it. San Diego or he in L.A. So are you thinking like I mean a good spot would probably be Texas? Yeah, Texas. I mean, I mean no state know, income tax, I, Florida. Cool. Like I'm saying, they got a couple you know no state income places, but um, you know honestly, I, I'm gonna just go where the highest bidder. Yeah. So you know it could be. Buffalo, for all I care, I'd rather not go there. But Buffalo would actually be nice, though. And the why reason why I say that you you and Tredavious nice. and Leslie Frazier there, yeah, no, but Buffalo I mean, would be nice. The weather, their though. defense is not. Yeah, their living there sorry. would be nice. Well, you got what I'm saying? How many teams got two paid corners? Like you just don't get that. No. It's, yeah, it's I mean, usually it's yeah, two. usually it's just one lock down one side of the field, then you scheme up the other half yeah. to cover everybody. Yeah, so but I mean, it, it's happened. You used to see it a lot. You used to see, I mean, AJ Bouya and, and uh, Jalen, but he was on his rookie deal. Rookie. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you you do see it. There's a reason, but not why. often. Yeah, they weren't gonna be able to pay him. Exactly. No. No. But I mean, yeah. All right. All right. I mean, I I think it'd be fun to watch it. I, I mean, do you think about going back, like, to see Leslie? Leslie's a, a I mean, everybody knows him as a super nice guy. Oh yeah, that's right. For Zimmer's, Zimmer's first. You were actually part of the best, one of the best draft classes we've had most recently. You, Eric, Daniil, yeah, and uh, and Stefan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and Ant was a undrafted free agent then. Yeah, I mean you guys actually kept us going. We be we would have been done by age a long time ago. Right. Did uh, Zim ever make you wear the boxing gloves in practice? No, that like was Xavier. All day. Just because yeah, was it like because he was holding on to people and yeah, stuff like had, that? Yeah, damn, he had the blinders. Dude, what? Super, like, they put like these fucking like horse blinders on the helmet, so you don't like look at the quarterback. It, really? Yeah. No shit. I'm sure it's what, a lot of interesting how, things yeah. we don't that, see or hear about. Yeah. How does that come yeah. off with like the guys? Is that like something that actually helps you, or are you like you okay, coach is just trying to like no, make it, a point? It helps, but we definitely make fun of them though when it happens. <laughs> no, it's little things that help though. That's dope. What's the what's some of the crazier stories behind the scenes like that? Like I mean I'm not saying to dog anybody, but I'm saying like there's got to be a lot of unheard <laughs> stories to us that we never get to hear that you get to experience as an actual player on the team. Uh, huh. Just like the camaraderie type shit. I mean it's it's cool. Uh, I ain't gonna talk about like the the position trips we take. That's a little crazy. Oh, you guys got the, like the little you banana boat type. You just came back from Miami the Fury and Tyson. Or <laughs> no, Tyson was cool. Fury and, yeah, and Wilder cool. fight. That wasn't really a, a DB trip, though. There was a couple of us out there, though. Okay. Uh, that was fun, though. But um... The 45-pound suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took his legs out. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um... Like you talking about like crazy stories or like well, it doesn't have to be like crazy. I, like, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Back yeah, in we day. don't got to hear about Mike Tice back in the day having to deal with all that Bryant McKinney and the crazier stuff that was going on with right. Fred Smoot. But I'm just saying like 
like that same kind of deal. Your boy threw on the boxing gloves and the blinders on him to put him in his place in practice type deal. I mean, it was a hazing. You can't really haze anymore, right? No, nah, I don't think. I mean, they didn't really do that to me. They liked me as a rookie, though. Uh, they just made me do a couple shit. But one thing I had to do, I had to take, like, we all had to go to Vegas, and I had to cover one night. Yeah. One whole night. And luckily, Cap, I Cap, um, you know, he, he looked out. He was like, you know, since he was a good rookie, you just take care of one night instead of the whole trip, I get the rest. So I had to, you know, we all went out to the club and shit, and like, I had to pay for tables, bottles. And I think that night cost around, like, Twelve grand. God, that is not as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. No, it wasn't, that, it wasn't that bad. So how long was the trip? You said one night. It was like we was there for like two, two, three nights. Oh, but they made yeah. like one of the things they made me do. They made me rent a fucking party bus to go down the street. <laughs> so that was that was like two thousand dollars. And I'm like, you can just Uber X. <laughs> We're not going. Nowhere. Logically, yeah, like, so I did that. But um, Terrence, Terrence showed me he had a receipt from a dinner. He said that was like fucking sixty thousand dollars. God damn! Pay. And they like Terrence was telling me things. He was saying like, like if you were a bad rookie, like they would invite uh, like just random people, and they said like random people like would show up like on the team, and they would start ordering like steaks to bring home for their dogs. Like, <laughs> oh just, no! Just no. Shit like that, yeah. They no, not sir. for them, just to give it to their dog, <laughs> and just. Oh Stuff man, like I'd be that. living, bro. I would. I, everybody'd hate me because I'd be trying to fight everybody. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, shit like that. I mean, there's some things I can't say, but I mean, that's you know, a given. But uh, like there was one time uh, I think with Treadwell, like he kept parking in like Teddy's spot at the facility. <laughs> so Teddy, what he did, I don't know what it was. He ordered like. I, I think it was Skittles or something, was, or it was it was I, some sort of candy. I think I remember this and on filled the... his whole brand new Range Rover, full yeah. of it, like just full of it, because he kept parking in his shit. Yeah, <laughs> how do you do with that? Like, what are you gonna do? You're a rookie, right? He just took it. Because I, I, I remember seeing that on ESPN and that I've been eating them shit. Just, yeah, Skittles just pouring out of his Range Rover. Like, yeah, he's like, you ain't like you ain't. He's probably still picking Skittles out of that Range Rover, <laughs> bro. I'd be all about them Skittles. I like Skittles. I'd be like, thanks, man. Thank you. I appreciate that uh, gift. I bet you wouldn't no, like you a car full of them right. motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can test me. Especially if like you, you guys got done. enough money to go buy a no. bunch of Skittles, throw them in my truck. If you got really. done with practice, if you got done with practice, you're like, damn, I just, like, we just put in some work. Out of Uber. Now I'm going left I'm trying to go home and later. go to sleep. And I'm open. The, no, 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 no. No. We, we, and I bet you get, tell oh, you this, me, never well, parking there again. So Cap and Zay, they gave me a lot of shit. Yeah. As a rookie because of my car. Were you driving? Ass Lexus from 20 years ago. Like, it's was, it was older than me. Like, I had it from college and shit. And, like, they just kept, like, why the fuck you driving that shit? You be curved around, like, dude. Like, like, good. So, like, they made me literally get a whole new car because. They, they pick it out? No, they didn't pick it out. Okay. I'm saying, but they were, like, they was on me so hard about it. It's like, babe, I gotta go get a fucking car. You, you should. You should have trolled him and got like some ugly ass van or some no, shit. That. That's that's Kurt. <laughs> he does do that. You could have got yourself a Prius to really fuck with him. Nah, some I mean someone CJ Charles Johnson, he used to drive the fucking little electric car. Dude, I used to hoop with Charles. Yeah, they, I don't know how 
Yeah, he's huge. Dude, he looks like a DN. He doesn't even look like a receiver. He's a big dude. He is, he's actually really weird. When I first met him in person, I, I didn't even think he was who he was. Mm -mm. I was really like, bro, you, you're, you're fucking with me. You're not him. Like, you're a DN or something, man. He's big. He's a dude. He looks like he weighs 260. Bro, he's freaking, he's just huge. Big body. Him and Cheryl's and uh, Cordero Patterson and Matt Asiata used to come hoop with us all the time. And Marcus. Mar Marcus is actually low-key, dude. He he give you fits, bro. Yeah, right. I'm telling you, Q. I'm not letting no football player give me fits. Yeah. Bro, on, I would love the... to line that up because Marcus is low-key. Yeah, He's a hooper, bro. We got a couple he, guys that can hoop. Yeah. There was the a... best hooper on the team? On the team? Contrell's going to say him. So, Contrell Brothers. He's not bad. <laughs> But I'll probably say Rudy just because he actually played. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah, he, he used to play, so I'll say Rudy. Okay, okay. The, there was a kid who was a – I can't remember his name. I know I know. I, I talked to him every once in a while on Twitter. He had this nasty Euro. I think he was a receiver. But then I think you guys waved him right after that. But Cordero was a terrible hooper who thought he could hoop. Yeah, we got a couple of them too. Oh, my God. He was yeah. the worst. Mac, Mac thinks he can hoop. He, he can't hoop. You guys play a lot? You guys get your own uh, runs we in? We used to, yeah. We usually play during, like, OTAs and stuff. Okay. Yeah, we'll and they let you guys? Games. Well, I mean, so some of our coaches tell us to. Really? Just because of, like, the footwork and moving laterally and just it helps with your hips. So they encourage it sometimes. So. Okay. Okay. So after practice, you're trying to get out there. You're trying to get back to your house. I know you got, with your girls, you're, you're soon to be three girls now in your family. Mm -hmm. um, you got three dogs, too. And it's uh, Aries, Apollo, and Roma. Mm -hmm. And two of them are adopted. And is it Roma? From Spain. So what's the story behind that? So I I really, I like that breed. She's a cancor, so I like them. And like I like Dogos, which I thought Aries was. Okay. That's why we got him. And Dogos are scary, dog, bro. They, they'll like kill a yeah. boar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> but, um. I was like, cool, I'll start with Aries first. But um, so we went to the shelter randomly with no intention of getting a dog. We were just like, babe, like, let me go look. Mm -hmm. And then it said, Dogo Mix. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, babe, like, I'm not going to find a purebred like, anywhere over here. Like, just think about it. You know what I'm saying? I need this. Yeah, I was like, I'll, t I'll, take, a, I'll take a mix. You know, it's a start. So, I mean, he, he like, was... Checking off all the boxes, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like with the with the skin color, you know, with you know how you're shaped, and with the mix, like you know he's big, but he wasn't gonna get as big as a dogo. But um, like damn, let's do it. So the next day, you know, I mean he interacted with our daughter like awesome, you know what I'm saying? So he wasn't aggressive, you know. He was he was born in a shelter. Um, so the next day we ended up going to get him and we do our. We get him tested like ourselves. Mm -hmm. It was a fucking pit boxer. Really? Wasn't even, yeah. Wasn't even fucking, <laughs> I said, let's return him. <laughs> How are you going to return a like, shelter dog? <laughs> like, they lied to me. You know what I'm saying? Let's sue them or something. I was, I was hot. But, I mean, we didn't get rid of him, though. But, um, yeah, so that was that. And then for Roma, uh, there's this, you know, really big-time breeder that I, I followed. Um, so I really thought about getting one. So like I followed I followed him for a while and I knew he was in Spain but I didn't know what part and we were in Spain 
Barcelona for like our honeymoon. Yeah. And like one of the days, like we didn't have anything going on, so we're like, hey, like let's go check out like a shelter, see what kind of, see what the dogs look like here, you know? Because I mean, they're different overseas than they are here. Yeah. Because how they breed them and stuff like that. So we couldn't really find one. I was like, hold on, like, I think that like I know the dude I follow is somewhere in Spain. I wonder how far it is from here, and it happened to be the exact same city we were in. Coincidentally, like we had no intention on going there to get a dog like at all so then i was i was like babe let's go check him out she was like all right fine so like we got in contact with him and it cost twelve hundred dollars for his a-list clients just to come look just to look at him just to just to look so you tell him i was like i ain't doing that shit so i was like my thing is like what if i don't get it you know right now i just wasted twelve hundred dollars that's a normal reaction though by the way yes that's normal i'm like nah i was like you can send me pictures and videos and shit (laughs) (laughs) facetime it's not that serious because it wasn't because we wanted to just go look like we didn't plan on getting a fucking dog and then um you know, he was sending us pictures and stuff. And then, like, me and my girl were back and forth about getting one. And she was like, no, no, like, I don't want one. I was like, babe, like, come on, like, let's get it. And then she was like, all right, fine. So then, but she was like, but if I let you get this dog, you got to give me four kids. <laughs> so I'm like, Deal. all right. Sign me up. <laughs> well, I said, I don't, I don't want four fucking kids, though. But I said, okay, because I'm hoping... Sure, like that kid. she don't really want four kids. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. after like two. Remember or three, how bad that hurt, baby? So. You sure you want to do that again? <laughs> well, it's not even that. I'm hoping that you know our next kid. I mean, Layla already on her way, but I hope they just become too much because yeah. they're gonna be like me. And I was a shithead at, like as a kid, <laughs> so I'm hoping she's like, damn, I don't want five of you motherfuckers. Running around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't need right. three or four. Like, so I'm good with two to three. So I'm hoping. You know, she... It'll work, it'll work I'll out. I'll say, that's a hell of a negotiation, though. For, yeah. Oh, her part, yeah. Oh, her she part. you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm hoping, I'm hoping my qualities come out a little more as they get older. And she's like, I can't handle this. Right. You're going to have to start, like, <laughs> telling your kids, okay, here's what I need you to do. I need you yeah. to start acting up. Yeah. <laughs> because... So, we ended up agreeing on getting the dog. So, then we told the dude, all right, like, all right, we want him. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it's going to be $7,000. I said, fuck that. <laughs> I looked at my girl, I ain't doing that shit. I'm not doing that either. Like, $7,000? No, nigga. Like, no. <laughs> no. So what did you end up saying to him? So I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And then the next, like, over the next, like, day or two, like, me and my girl would talk. She's like, Trey, like, just get it. Like, you can afford it. Like, who cares? Like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, like, fuck it. So we ended up getting it. Because I was like, nah, I ain't texting him back. Like, fuck him. He's. You didn't, you didn't even be like, hey, I'll give you five. You didn't nah, hit him with that? No, nah, because, because uh, he's like a really high breeder, mm-hmm. like of that. Of yeah. That. So it's like he breeds him for like shows and like our, like Roma's dad actually won, you know, Worlds in Milan. Oh, previously. really? So, damn. Know, she comes from good breeder. Yeah. Like, wow. There's bloodline, you know what I'm saying? So you can't really, you know, negotiate. You know, that yeah, yeah. Right. and for him and for him he's probably like most you know people who like I oh, am? seven thousand dollars no problem here you <laughs> yeah, go yeah so, so I ended up getting her know you know that was cool and then her dumbass almost killed herself which was stupid because 
So the season just started, right? Yeah. And you know, it was it was nothing on our end. So yeah. she was outside playing. Like mind you, she is a bottomless fucking pit. Like Yeah, fourteen pounds of meat a day, right? That's not, that's what not I heard. A day, but so we get between the three. That's that's yeah, what you so we, we 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 go through probably ten pounds a day. Oh my god. Um <laughs> I would say a day between a day or two. But we get um I think we get we get a shipment every couple of weeks of sixty pounds of meat just for them. Just How much does that set you back? What's what's the grocery <laughs> bill for dumb dogs? It's, it's actually cheaper than just getting dog food because they started getting like really picky with some of the dog food that they were eating and weren't eating okay. at all and shit like that. So it's really cheaper. But um yeah, so she like she's pro- she's nine months and so she's ninety five pounds right now. She's a beast. Damn. Yeah. I didn't know that about her bloodline, so I'm, I'm gonna have to start treating Roma with a little more royalty when I come around. <laughs> she a fucking asshole. Man. But uh, so back to the story, like, so she was outside, just like our, you know, there's nothing crazy about our yard, you know, fenced in, you know, the other yeah. dogs were out there, and um, you know, one night she was acting weird, mm-hmm. and like she wasn't eating, which is not like her because she eats like she's fucking starving. Mm-hmm. So I mean, right. So my girl ended up waking up at like one in the morning, took her to the hospital, and uh, you know, it was actually their fault. So they were like, "Well, it's nothing she ate because she's not throwing up or gagging." We're like, "Well, she hasn't eaten anything. That's why. Like she's mm-hmm. driving, but she's nothing's coming up because she has an empty stomach." So they were doing all these random ass tests on her for no reason. When it turns out she ate a fucking stick, she swallowed an eight-inch stick whole. Holy Damn. shit. Mm. That could have, yeah, tore up all well, her because it punctured her stomach. Holy and like, shit. So it messed a whole bunch of things up. But, like, they didn't see that till like, fucking day three. And when I, w- when I went in, and I was like, she had just came out of surgery. And it wasn't even for that. And I was like, why does she sound like this? Like They're like, oh, well, this is how, you know, they usually sound after surgery. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> like, I was under anesthesia, too. I did not sound like this. Like, something ain't right. Like, so then they went back again. They took x-rays on her stomach, finally, when they could have done that from the beginning. Yeah. And then, uh, so I was, I, I had left, I was going to practice, right? And my girl was like, okay, well, they said everything's fine. Right after practice, she calls me, like, bawling. Like, she's going into emergency surgery. Like, she has a 50-50 chance to live. And, uh, yeah, so I was like, what the fuck? You just said everything was fine. But they, they didn't know it was a stick until, like, right before then, but this could have been avoided. Yeah, just right. did the proper procedures. But, um, so, long story short is they were going to charge us, like, $25,000 for the surgery. So I was like, all right, like, whatever. Just, and Kira's like, just whatever, save my fucking dog. And they kept like, are you sure? And she's like, look, we have the fucking money. Save right. my dog. Like, and we already yeah. paid 7000 for the dog? Yeah. Like, keep yeah. My dog alive. I'm, like, I'm like, what did this bitch like, cost me, like, 30000 Like, Whatever. So like, but like after going through everything though, like we got a lot of it back because it was, they're like they messed up. Yeah. yeah. Because we brought them in. We we told them of the scenario. They just never did the did, did what the they right, supposed yeah, to do. Didn't like, take the X rays. Because you know we have so a malpractice vet. basically. Yeah. Well, we have a vet that comes to the house, and then we have a dog trainer that was there too, and they were both like really upset about it because they were like, "What the fuck are they doing?" So they were making phone calls on you know, our behalf. So we got a lot of money back, but um, yeah, it was, that could have been a very expensive, short-lived yeah. pet. 
God damn. <laughs> so, yeah. She, I, she's good now, though. Like, she, she's good, but... Bro, I can't even imagine. It's a fucking pain. It's a pain. So what, what about the other dog? What's, <laughs> what's easy. No, well, you said you had one more story about your other Apollo. one, too. How you oh, got Apollo? Apollo? Yeah. Just play Man. fetch. Just play fetch like with him. Nah, you about it? <laughs> my fucking roommate... It was really his dog. So his his cousin like bred him, mm -hmm. and like uh, he wanted a dog. So I was like, all right. He's like, you want to come down and you know come with me to Cincy to pick him up? I said, sure, cool. So we like drove to Cincy in college, and got him. And like we were still playing football at the time, and uh, you know my like Kira like we were dating. She was babysitting him a lot, and I'm like, stop, stop. babysitting him. Yeah, cause I'm like. Cause we're we're gone with class, football, you know, practice, all that shit. And like it got to the point, Dre was like, I can't take care of him because I'm not home enough. He was like, I'm gonna put him on Craigslist or some shit. And she sure, wasn't having and it. Sure enough. <laughs> my girl said, nah, fuck that. Like, we'll take him. I'm like, no. 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 But like I couldn't tell her that because we weren't living together. Yeah. So I saw this coming. I'm like, you know, stop. Like, <laughs> you gonna Don't get attached. Get attached. Yeah. This, mm -hmm. So we got stuck with him. That's how we got stuck with him. So and this is snowball. Right down this is snowball, yeah. Cause you guys do a lot of volunteering actually at the the shelter, like the dog shelters and stuff like that. Her her family was really big on that growing up. Yeah, her family was. And I you know, I grew up doing it too. Um you know, just I'd always go to the shelter, fuck around with the dog instead of taking that dog. I actually got to connect you with a, a buddy of mine, uh, Marty Melberg. He runs a, like, a, it's called, I think it's pronounced Diogi, but I, I, I think, I mean, I call it Doggy, mm -hmm. right? And basically, they, they have, like, shirts for people who actually love their dog and stuff like that. It, it sounds crazy. If you saw it, it it's more fly no, yeah, than what it sounds like. I know what you mean. But um, the proceeds, part of the proceeds go to the shelters. Okay. So I think that'd be something you guys would be a cool link mm -hmm. if you're interested in that. Yeah, my girl, just and, my girl would like. Yeah, shit. I, I thought that'd be a good way to set up. And like, whether it's like the shelters or the boys and girls clubs or the camps you do with Melvin Gordon and stuff like that, how, like, was it always something you, that was important to you to kind of give back? Or was there somebody like when you were a kid no, that no. gave back? It's, it's more Mel for real. Really? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it really, it really started with Mel. Um, you know, I, you know, I would go back and I would like, cause both my parents, you know, they work in the school, so I would go back. I would, like, talk to the kids and shit like that. But, mm -hmm. I mean, all this other stuff is really him uh, just because, uh, I mean, my my experience, you know, being, you know, an athlete, like a professional athlete, you know, and stuff like that, compared to his experience was way different. Like, uh, you know, I didn't really get the support uh, that he really got. So just from just from our community, I mean, you know, it's just growing up. Like I didn't, I didn't, like I didn't really care about it, but like I just took it like, you know, I didn't get it, I ain't giving it back type shit. Yeah. Because I've, I've I've always been like, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, like whatever. But um, you know, so growing up, you know, it was it was all you know, male, 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 which is cool because you know it fit our personalities. Like my thing is like I didn't care to be in the spotlight, even though like I knew I should have been. And right. like he was always in it, but he like he's a people person, you know. He uh, likes interacting with people, like yeah, just stuff like it fit our personalities. And um, so growing up, it was like you know I knew I had support, but it wasn't really like uh, emphasized like it was for him. Like 
it was like, yeah, like it's Mel Gordon, like he went to Wisconsin, you know, he, he's gonna do great there, you know, he's gonna go to the league. Like my thing was like, oh, you know, cool, like you go to Michigan State, he might, he might make it to a Division One college, he might play well there, he might, but he probably won't make yeah. it past there. So it was like, yeah, the support was there, but it was like, how big was that middle finger though? When you finally got, I mean, oh, is that really why you don't want to go back? You'd be like, hey. It was cool uh, because, it was cool because, I mean, you know, Mel knew it too, though. But like, he he's, also, a, he's the number one fan, it sounds like. Yeah, but like, he knew, but he knew what people didn't. And like, he saw what people didn't. And he said, like, when we were coming out, he was like, it's sad to say, like, a lot of people didn't really believe in me, which was true. Mm -hmm. And like, um, like I said, it was just because of all the adversity with my position, like, my size, like, all that stuff. And um, you know, even even my coach didn't think I could play Division One. But uh, that's crazy. Yeah. So it was like, um, you know, he said in an interview, he was like, a lot of people didn't really, you know, yeah. believe me. Like I said, like they were like, oh yeah, like you know, he's doing it, but he ain't gonna really do anything with it. You know what I'm saying? To where it was him, it was like, oh yeah, he's gonna do this. He's going here. He's doing all mm -hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? So like in my head, I'm like, oh fuck him. That's gotta light the fire though. I mean, it wasn't really. I mean, I feel like that'd be some right. good Put a motivation. Chip on your shoulder. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. It, it, was a, it was a good motivation, yeah. but it was like my thing was like, you know, I ain't worried about y'all anyways, cause mm -hmm. yeah. it's not my job to take care of y'all. It's not my job to, you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. like I'm a, I'm a do me, take care of my family, like make sure I'm good, like everybody else, like it ain't my problem. Yeah. But, um, cause I didn't even want to go back and do anything, mm -hmm. but like Mel, like I said, it's a personality thing. He convinced me to come back. He's like, come on, like, come do the camp with me. Like, you know, I'll, you know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, all right, fine. And, like, my thing is, like, for what? Like, y'all yeah, didn't back me up, so I'm not going to back y'all up. But I'm backing him up because I know, you know, it's important to him. And, you know, my parents pushed to do it, too. Like, they're like, yeah, you know, you should do this. You should. It's like, for what? Sometimes, you know, though, that's the best yeah. way to tell someone F you. To I really mean, rub it, their it, nose it in it, like, look where like, I'm at, You guys man. didn't believe me, and now you're you sending your mean, kids bro. to my camp. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is, I love that. I'm petty, though. Hey, that's like, the so best way like, to be petty, though. But I'm saying, because Wisconsin, like, because we wanted to go to college together. I, and, that was the next question I was going to bring up. And, you know, I wasn't really highly recruited. Like I said I had to go to all these camps. And I went to a Wisconsin camp, like, my junior year, or before that. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't on their radar. And, um... You know, what did it for me was, you know, they started coming around after all these other colleges started coming around. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what? Like, no. And then they offered, they ended up offering Vontae, like, before me. I'm like, fuck y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, you know, I'm right in your backyard. You know, y'all ain't paying me no attention. And then, you know, Illinois, Iowa State, Michigan State, I started getting these offers, and then they came around. Yeah. They were like, oh, come to our camp. I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm not coming to your camp. What? You know, I went to your camp two years ago. Like, I, ain't, I ain't coming back. Yeah. What? And then my mom was like, Trey, just go to the camp, get an offer, and say no. I said, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Sweet revenge. Kick down the door to <laughs> camp. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do no. that. And then play against them. <laughs> right. So, and lock up. I ended up going to their camp. Like, I did so well. They said I didn't even have to do the second half of the camp because it was like a full day thing. They were like, I didn't even have to do the second one. But, you know, I killed it. And then then they started recruiting me like I was, you know. Right. Like you were the man. Now. Yeah, like sending handwritten letters every day. Like really? bringing me back up for shit. 
to the point where I started to like him. But I was like, nah. Like, I still ain't. <laughs> I was like, in, in my head, I'm like, nah. Because it shouldn't have took this long. Yeah. Like, if they mm-hmm. would have stepped up, like, I would have been there. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, it took so long, like, for y'all to, like, see it. And I was literally an hour away. I was at the same school as your top recruit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it shouldn't have took yeah. this long. And then, so, uh, I ended up I ended up going to Michigan State because uh, Mel ended up going to Iowa at the time. I was like, I'm not going to Iowa. Cause I just mm-hmm. When I went there, I saw nothing but cornfields. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I ain't doing that. So... I ended up going to Michigan State, which was, you know, the best decision ever. But uh, that year, I was the only kid that Wisconsin committed or that Wisconsin offered from Wisconsin to not go there. Because they're really good at keeping their kids at home. Minnesota's not. That's actually what Wisconsin's really known for. I was the only kid in that class that was offered by them in state to leave. But, hey, that's a good F you. I I was cool with it. But, like I said, it was just, you know, my thing was – it kind of ties into everything, you know, I went through, you know, growing up at home. It's like, yeah, this kid's there, there's the potential, but he probably won't make it. And that's kind of how Wisconsin treated me mm-hmm. until I had to show them, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can do it. So, I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of the community stuff, uh, yeah, I do some, but, you know, mostly it's 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 male. Um, giving you a good nudge. Yeah, giving me that nudge just because, like I said, like I – I didn't really feel the support. And, uh, you know, my family knew I was feeling that way because, you know, I don't ever want to go back home. Yeah. Um, you know, the only reason I do go home is because of them. Mm-hmm. But it's like I don't ever want to go home. I don't really want to do anything, you know, for them just because, you know, I know I didn't get that support back. And, like, yeah. you know, my parents don't really like hearing that from me just because there are a couple people that, you know, were supportive. They're like, well, you know, some people do. I'm like, yeah, but – yeah. Now that I've made it, so it's yeah. like you know, and now right. you know I'm seeing all, like a lot of stuff um, about me and Mel there or whatever. But I, like in my head, like I still know. Yeah. Like it's 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 not a competition, but like I know like he's like Kenosha's favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like my thing is like, well, damn, like we're in the same same position. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like it, it shouldn't be a really. It should be love. Two. It should be a lot of love it should for just everybody. Be, yeah. I yeah. mean, like, but like I said, like it fits our personalities just because he's really like you know, he's really outgoing. He's really yeah. interactive with people. And like me, I think um, you know, I think it stemmed from, you know, everything that I went through. It made mm-hmm. me like this. But because uh, even like in high school and stuff like that, like he was always uh, getting the support. He was always, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think just from um you know, my experiences, it made me more this way and more just to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, because my whole thing is, like, I'm going to take care of me and mine. And after that, like, if, yeah. I, if I help, I help. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, because my thing is, like, everybody's like, oh, why are you donating? Like, what? Yeah. I'm making sure I'm good. You feel me? So, <laughs> sometimes just donating time is more important than any kind of no, money, I know. too. Yeah, I yeah. Know. But, I mean, it's, there's there's been... There's been times that, you know, I've definitely seen how I've impacted, you know, younger kids and other people uh, when I went back. So, you know, that's always, um, you know, satisfying. Good feeling. Yeah, satisfying. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it. Um, you know, that, that's bogus, though. I, I do understand having some sort of resentment or, you know what I mean? And it's not even like you're grudging it. You just, you know, nah, like, bro, nah, you didn't, like, you didn't not, show me the same kind of love. Nah, so like, what, I'm not what am I mad. doing? I, I don't want any fake stuff. Yeah, I'm not I mean? mad at Mel or nothing. I have nothing against him. It's no. just the fact that, like I said, I was like, damn, like. 
You know, this whole, like the whole process. Like it wasn't everybody's even, acting brand new. Well, now. it wasn't even like we grew up at different times. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he was the first one to do it. Like we yep. did it. You know, at the yep. same time, yep. you know, like I still felt it. And like if, if you go back and look at interviews, like he brings it up. Cause uh, I remember one I did with him. We actually did it in Madison. Uh, like he he is he is said he was like yeah like it's sad a lot of people didn't believe in Trey coming out and he might go higher than me. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's funny how it works, but it, I mean it's just you know like I said, I think it also is part of, you know, who we are as people. Mm-hmm. Uh he's more outgoing than it was I am. It's dope so. that he puts you on like that. Like to to really bro, it's cool to have somebody who's really in your field and knows mm-hmm. what it takes to then be like, "Nah, man, you guys are so far off." Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be one he's thing. He's a killer. You know what I mean? It like It would be one thing if I couldn't do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like he was, you do he, it. Well, you he was do the, it. He was the one like I'm saying, was doing the extra stuff. Like he would come to me, he would come with me to like all these recruiting visits, like these camps, and like just to watch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like it would be one thing if it was like, like hey, like you, you don't got what it takes to play. But like he, he'd see it every day and see mm-hmm. where I was. He's like, damn, like you know, yeah. you're better than me at this, or you're just as good at me at this, and yep. it's like. No one, no one's kind of noticed. So it was kind of, it was kind of a weird thing. But um, you know, it, it was cool. Like he was really supportive with all the stuff too. So, you know, I actually read an excerpt from that coach, that Wisconsin coach, that said um, they were really scared to pursue you heavily because they thought it would scare off Melvin. That wasn't the case because we were trying to go. To I feel see, like when they the say that, when they me. say that kind of stuff, they're trying <laughs> they to like trying just, to just cover their own ass because like, well, oh, you talking? Because we didn't even play the same position. So, you, like, yeah. He he was literally when I, when I read that quote I was like I made no sense. No. Nah, like, yeah. Oh, you, you mean his best friend? Oh yeah, that's gonna scare him. Other side of the ball, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it either. I, I honestly thought that was crazy because I know um that's they were trying to get Mike Mike Floyd to come out to the U of M. Mm-hmm. Buddy of mine, uh, Shady and them, they offered all of his teammates from yeah. high school to try to get yeah, Mike to come. To, yeah. You know what I mean? And not that they couldn't. They're great ball players, but mm-hmm. I mean they want to keep their boys right. together. Like it, it's just absurd to mm-hmm. think that. I don't even get it, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because that's bogus, but it's a, it's a so cool it you, man. It's cool. Like I said, it was it worked out great. You know, I got a Rose Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Like right. Five, five <laughs> trips, you know what I'm saying? Like, we won. The you had a pick in that game. Yeah. Like, we won the Big Ten Championship undefeated in bowl games. Like, I, 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 did, I made the right decision. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, the 11th pick overall, it, I think it right. shows. And, <laughs> and with all that success, like, in college, uh, what like how hard was it to make the decision to come out earlier? Was there any thought like that oh I'm gonna stay? Easy. That was easy. <laughs> Man, <laughs> He's already there like, four years. Or, well, cause so right, but cause oh my yeah, thing, I guess so. Yeah, red shirt, red yeah, shirt, yeah, yeah. Cause my thing, um, going back into college, uh, we had touched on it earlier, like uh, how motivated we were and like how some people just expected to happen. Um, I was probably one of the lower recruits mm-hmm. in my class. I was like a two star or something, you know, and I'm going in. With, I saw three. Well, it, it was two to three. Right, yeah, depending on where you live. And, um, you know, I I was going in with, like, you know, four or five, you know, like all these big-time people. And, um, you know, I remember – I ain't going to say no names, but I remember, you know, I was talking to a couple of them. And, uh, like, my whole thing was, even growing up, just because I know, you know, how my parents raised me and taught me and just, you know, knowing nothing's really guaranteed. It's like um, my whole – my whole thing was like, all right, like this is this is my goal, this is my dream, but it's not a, you know, do or die. Like if this happens, like it's not, this is end all be all. So, you know, when I was there, the first couple of days, you know, it was all the freshmen and shit. And we was talking. I was like, oh yeah, like, 
you know, what y'all trying to do, you know, after college? And, like, everyone was like, shit, I'm, I'm going to be in the NFL. I'm going to the league. But that was their response. And it was like, I'm going to the league. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> that sounds good. Are, you know what I'm saying? But, like, what's your backup? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, nah, I'm going to the league. And, like, my thing was, you know, that's what, that's what I'm going to try to do. But it's not going to be my end-all, be-all. Like, some of these guys, like, it's hard because in college everything's so structured and laid out for you, and their only you know end goal is to play at the next level. But when that doesn't happen, they're stuck. Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do because that's the only thing they was working for. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So they they don't really know. Uh, and actually, one of my teammates he's going back to uh, he's like a player manager management or something like it, it was something. But it's for that reason is to educate you know students you know to look outside of you know a backup plan yeah so but like when back to the story though so like when like my thing was like okay cool like well what i want to do i want to be like a guidance class i'm going to you know school psych major like you know but if i make it cool yeah so like i did my things like by steps so it's like you know when i got there it's like all right well my goal is like to get on the field like to play like okay my next goal is to be a starter then it's like, okay, I was a starter. So now it's like, all right, my next goal is, like, to make it to the NFL. And then, like, as I progress, it's like, okay, like, now my goal is, like, let's see if I can get to the combine. And then mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's see if I can make first round. Mm-hmm. Okay, boom. So that happened. Checklist, boom, boom, boom. And, like, I treat my NFL career just like that. Like, I do it by steps to, like, my comfortability. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of people, I took a lot of heat for – in a first round or not starting, yada, yada, yada. But it's like... Bro, you would have started yeah. on but, well, like any saying, other team in the league like, if you didn't come to the bikes with those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Like, people don't think that way. It's not like you way. didn't get ticked, bro. You got ticked. Well, people people don't think that way. But my thing was like, all right, well, learn the playbook. Because like when I got the Michigan State, I'm like, damn, I'm never, never going to learn this playbook. It's yeah. Crazy playbook. So then like when I got here, it's like, all right, learn the playbook. Now it's like, all right, get on the field. And I was playing special teams. I was like, all right, ball the fuck out on special teams. And I was like, okay. Yeah, corner like then it's mm-hmm. just it's a progression thing, but um, you know it's, it's just crazy how shit works out. Like everybody, everybody transitions differently. Like some people can jump right in. Like my thing is like I gotta like get comfortable with it, and then when I get comfortable with it, then I can like do X, Y, and Z better. And like that's how I was in college. You know, I didn't. It was a transition. Every mm-hmm. year I progressed. Every year I got better. And mm-hmm. like that's how it was here. Yeah. You know, every year I progressed, every year I got better. And, like, mm-hmm. it's funny, like, talking with my agents and stuff like that. And, like, they're like, oh, dude, every year you've gotten better. Like, you've done this better. And it's, it's funny talking to some of, like, my close friends that, like, really pay attention to the game that aren't just fans of the game where mm-hmm. they just sit on it, you know, or go to the games and just watch the game. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I got a couple friends that will, like, really watch the game out of detail, out of, like, you know, how – what you know, coverages I, you guys well, are running, yeah, like what, what you're doing on each route. Right. Yeah. Like how I view it, because, like, on that level, like, they when they're over and, like, growing up, like, they don't view it the same way as a normal person. Just because they probably played. You know, a lot well, of I people mean, who played, didn't play got no idea what's going they on. They played, but not to the extent, but going through, like, my whole, like, college, my NFL, like, process and being around, mm-hmm. like, they mm-hmm. see, like, not exactly how I see it, but they, for the most part, see it how I see it. So, like... Like, after a game, like, I'll get calls and texts from, like, at least three or four of my friends that, like, really study and watch the game, like, you know, how we do. 
And like they'll be like, oh, like, you you just solid. And then they'll give me like these little grades, like oh yeah, you is an A A. And oh, I'm yeah. like, and then I'm like, eh, you know, I could have done this, this, this better. I'll say like a B. Like yeah. are you stupid. Like you know how many <laughs> yeah. times you know the quarterback looked your way and had to look somewhere else because you were in tight coverage or X Y and Z. Yeah. But um, no, it, it's fun. You know, it's, it's cool. No, you seem yeah. very, very calculated and, like, know what you're doing. And I think that it kind of shows, too, in your career because there were times where, obviously, you're going to have setbacks and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you, whether it's you get beaten coverage or you miss miss a read or something like that. Like, how is it, how hard was it or how easy is it as a part of you to kind of bounce back and keep, take it one play at a time and not let something like that kind of hold you back? Well, our um, our coach in college, he always said you got to have a short memory playing this game and let alone this position. So, I mean, early on they taught us to just, you know, forget yeah. and move on um i mean so that, that part is pretty easy but i mean it definitely helps when you have like your teammates or like in your corner or you know your coaches have your back like if they put you in a shitty call and you know yeah. something happens they're like if they take ownership of it we're like yeah that's, yeah. that's on us because a lot of times like you guys and the fans like you don't know like you, no, see you don't know what's busted up, no. yeah you see a fucked up call and it's like well especially playing corner, it always looks like it's our mm-hmm. fault. When right. some of the times it's not, like we're just put in bad positions or like we're putting in a different call where it's not really even on us, mm-hmm. but it just looks like us. And then, uh, you know, there, there's been a couple of times, you guys probably remember, um, like two years ago uh, when we played the Redskins, when Kirk was there, he made that crazy fucking throw. And yeah. some, I don't mm-hmm. even know the receiver's name. He made some one-handed catch, yeah. falling down in the corner. Yeah, that wasn't Josh like Doxson. That was no, it wasn't him. It, it might have been Jamison Crowder. I can't I, remember. I don't know, but he like it, I was in great coverage, but dude, yeah, like, dude, it was just I, a good catch. Well, I pushed him to the a side great line. spot, the only place he could put the ball. Like, like he was falling down yep. and caught it like this. Right. Yep. I'm just like. And like I got up and like you know Eric, you know me and him are close. Like he 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 was the first one. He's like, dude. There's nothing. Yeah, that was a good you know play. Saying, that's a, or that's Ball just made. like the Aaron Rodgers like back shoulder fades and stuff like yeah, that. Like just, you like, could be right there, but if he puts it in a spot where you can't get to it, right? You, know, you know, you and Harry was really good with that too. Like there's sometimes like you can't cover him any better. Like at the end of the day, oh, these especially guys get in today's paid rules, too. bro. Well, these guys get paid too. They're professional, so I mean, mm. they're you know, so that that really helps when you have you know the support of your teammates and coaches. Oh, for sure. But, I mean, today's rules makes it very hard to be a DB, oh, yeah. period. I mean, it's a passing league on purpose. They want to have high-scoring games. And it, it, anybody will tell you, like, you can't defend a perfect thrown ball. No, you can't like, defend everything. So. Yeah, you can't. If if he just lays in the right spot, luckily there's not that many guys that do it like that every day. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, the, the, the other thing I want to talk to you about was uh, – the underwear Olympics is going on right now. The, the, that's what they call the scouting combine. Oh. And that's where you really shine, man. Yeah. <laughs> my bad, my bad. My eyes lit up too. My underwear Olympics. Like, well, but I mean, where is he going? We ain't talking about this. And this already. You ran the, the second fastest 40 the whole, the whole day there. Mm-hmm. Or the whole combine, I should say, because it's what, three days or whatever it is. And then on top of that, you had, uh, was it 19 reps on the bench press? Yeah, I wanted fucking 20. You wanted 20? Mm-hmm. What happened there? You, you, did some push-ups before you got nah, in there or I what? Lost, yourself I lost up? count. And, you know, when, you, when you're doing something like that for high repetition, for as fast as you have to do it, like when you start doing other things instead of focusing on just that, yeah. it, it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, wears on you. So, like, I'm benching while trying to make sure I do it correctly because if you don't do it the right way, yeah. you don't get that rep. And while I'm counting, 
mm-hmm. while working on like the breathing techniques. So it's just, you know, I was trying to count, and then like that was taken away from. You know, other stuff and I just burn myself out. Too bad they don't put something like above you to do like the track no, and that, that might be kind of hard too though. To like watch that? Well, yeah, because then you're focused on something else. And it's, I, was, I mean, I would have always have thought that like somebody there would be counting out loud. You think like your like reps? That. Like why would? Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they are, but you still want to do so it yourself. Locked in, yeah, you're like all right, like this is what I'm going for. So one, two, three, and, like there's a lot going on. So and at the combine, did you get? Any of the interview questions that were like way out of left field? Nah, I didn't really. No, nah, cause I was I, I was pretty easy in college. I ain't, luckily I didn't get really caught doing anything, but um, I didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> but you didn't get caught. Smooth, like, <laughs> well, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I kept. I was pretty clean. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I didn't really have any like drug issues. I didn't really get arrested. Like nothing really happened. I was standing. Right. So you know, I was pretty. You know, even in high school, like it, it was the same thing. I was fortunate enough not to be caught up in know a lot of things so i didn't really have a lot of digging on me yeah. so was it fun that experience or was i mean Cows? i heard it no no no, oh, the no combine, the combine. that shit was horrible it's yeah the, i heard it's, it's boring just, no it's the it's the best worst experience just best be, worst well experience. just because i put that in a in a football kid's head like that's what it is because you know growing up you're like everybody's like oh that's where i want to be i want to be at the combine i want to do the combine like, you ask any football player like that's where they wanted to go because that's where you know well, if you go there, you know you're, you're yeah. good. So, like, the combine, though, like, it's a horrible experience. I mean, it's it's set up for you. It, it's set up to make you perform at, you know, one of your lowest, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not at, at you know, ideal conditions. Okay. Um, you don't really sleep there, um, you know, because especially if you come out early, like, you have meetings, and then... Like, they drug test you at, like, 3 in the morning. What? Yeah, it's crazy. And then they do a lot of you guys, so it's like, now then there's a line. So the earlier you get up to do it, you can go back to sleep for maybe two hours before you got to get up and go do other stuff. Like, you got to go to the hospital for hours to get all these examinations and tests done. Uh, And then, then they're like, all right, now then you got to, like, take these, like, IQ tests. And then it's like, okay, cool, now go perform. Okay. And it's like you're running on maybe five yeah. hours of sleep, yeah. maybe with for within a couple of days. So, because like I said, since I came out early, like a lot of guys didn't have meetings because they did them at like the senior bowl and stuff. Um, so I was having meetings up until you know 10, 11 o'clock at night. They feeding you during all that? They're feeding you, yeah. But then it's like okay, then I gotta go see my trainer and my agent so they can prep me for the next day. Mm-hmm. But then I gotta get up in three hours so I can go do this drug test at you know three in the morning. Yeah. Hopefully I can go back to sleep after that. And then you have mandatory breakfast at like six a.m. or something. It's, that's trash. Yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's not you think ideal. They have that better than that. Nah, it's not ideal. Not they want to see you. You know, handle stress and adversity. Yeah, and yeah, because it's not. It's not ideal. Jeez, man. It's almost well because they draw blood to almost passed out because I, I don't like. I don't do good with needles. Oh, I hate needles. But like, I almost fainted because like they were just drawing blood, drawing blood. I'm like, Probably fatigue and everything yeah, already. Just, so it's like, damn. You know, so it's. I mean, it's like I said, it's the best worst experience because like it's awesome because you're there, but the experience is just as a whole is terrible. So what do you think you would have done if you would have got sleep? You would have had a com- been comfortable where you were at, sleeping at your own spot or whatever, and you oh, did all that. Then? I mean, think I think I think I would have been fine. Yeah, I, I probably would have performed the same. Oh, you think so? Okay. Um, yeah, just because I mean, at that point, like you're so locked in, you're like, I'm gonna, 
I got like this is the biggest job interview of your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be locked in and you got to just be ready to go. Were there people there? I mean, do you spend more time with? I mean, you're gonna spend time with the coaches and the GMs and scouts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Who who really impressed you while you were there? You talking about like players? Well, players too. I, that would be another one I'd like to talk about right after that. But like actual players, scouts, you know, people behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know about. No, there wasn't really too much of that. that stood out. Uh, yeah, no, nah, it was. I mean, all bland. Yeah, it was. I mean, coaches. It was GMs, own like shit like that. It wasn't really anything crazy. Nah. Nah. Are owners really involved? Oh, uh, sometimes, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh uh, no, not owners. I'm head coaches. Okay. No, nah, I mean owners will be there sometimes, but you don't really. I don't remember meeting any of them though. I don't you think. Feel like that'd really... be weird because I don't know many owners that would actually know much about football. Um, I mean, no, I don't think it would be weird just because if you're investing in something and someone, you kind of want to know the right. business behind it, you know? So, oh, yeah. like, if I'm doing something, like, I need, I want to be involved. Like, for instance, um, me and my buddy, we're starting a hunting outfitter, uh, actually starting probably April 15th in Wisconsin. Really? And I don't really know too much about, you know, the hunting world, but since I'm pretty much the owner of it, yeah. um, you know, I've, I've been paying attention. I've been, you know, doing my research, doing being doing my due diligence because I want to know what I'm investing in. You know, that's so. actually the next thing I want to talk about was a hobby of yours, being hunting and fishing and, mm-hmm. and kind of give us that background because I don't think many people know that about you. That was one of the things that surprised me that Q brought up. Yeah. Um, I didn't really grow up doing it. Uh, not fish here and there, but, you know, I didn't really get into it until I got here. My grandparents, they... They own a farm, so we grew up on that pretty much. But um, I really didn't get into hunting and fishing until I got here, and I met actually my business partner. Um, he really got us into it. You know, I've always kind of enjoyed it, but I never really got the opportunity to really do it. Yeah. So once I got here, like, you know, he um, you know, he, he was really – because he's lives and breathes this shit. So he really got <laughs> us into it. And then, um, you know, now I live on a lake on Tonka, so it's like yeah. now, you know – me and my daughter will go out and just throw a couple lines in every day. Or I'll just go out on the boat or just go fishing um, just because I can do it right out of my backyard. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I really got into. And then, you know, as for hunting, this is more recent. But, um, like, I, uh, my big thing is, like, I never really wanted to play football long. Yeah. Just because I know the toll it takes on, physically. you know, physically, mentally. It's time-consuming, mm-hmm. you know. So my thing was I want to get in, get paid, get out. And so be I, healthy, leave. Yeah, yeah. So I started looking into, you know, other ways, you know, to bring in income. And um, one thing I started doing three years back was purchasing land in yeah. Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, my thing behind that was I'm going to purchase it low, uh, you know, make renovations to it, you know, improve it, mm-hmm. improve the value and sell it down the road. But so that's what I started a couple of years ago. But uh, two years ago, actually, uh, me and my buddy came up with this idea like, hey, like, you know, we have all this land or I have all this land. Why don't we, you know, turn it into like a business and then, you know, go from there. So and like I said, he lives, breathes this. And, uh, you know, so we started, you know, Homegrown Outfitters okay. that's going to be launching April 15th and right now we're already so we would have been sold sold out of hunts this coming fall but yeah. we turned a couple of people down just because it didn't match up with the dates but we would have been full but you know we're halfway full um you know we're already going to be on three TV shows 
so uh, yeah, yeah super so dope. It, it's, it's going really well and we just actually had a a meeting with cut it back uh cameras yeah you work on a partnership with them so what are you guys doing you're taking them out there to hunt for a deer you're taking them out yeah there to do deer, whitetail. Um, whitetail so they'll come to our property um we have a lodge up in nelson they'll stay there there's like 12 beds up there um and then they'll you know pay us you know the the fee to come hunt for i think it's like five days yeah. and then um my partner will be out there guiding um you know showing them a good time you know just interacting with them stuff like that yeah so i mean so, it's it's moving pretty fast so is it, or go ahead. Oh, honestly well with all like the with if you have hunting parties up there all the time mm -hmm. Like, are you guys doing anything to kind of ensure that, like, the deer population on your kind so of area stays up? Yeah, that's one thing that's different that we're doing that other outfitters can't do or won't do or that aren't doing. Um, we we own all the property. Yeah. And uh, we're making renovations to the property. So we're pulling a lot of deer off of other properties just because our land's better. Yep. And, you know, what other outfitters are doing that are bigger, they lease it. They lease the land. And you're not going to so put money into something. Well, yeah. you're not going to put in money, your money into something that you don't own. Mm -hmm. So that's something that, you know, we're, and we're not putting the pressure that other uh, outfitters are doing either. Like we're strategically, you know, um, bringing and putting hunters in places that aren't heavily hunted. Like other outfitters, like they'll bring in three, 400 guys a year and they just cycle them in and out. Mm -hmm. And putting a lot of pressure on the areas when we're not doing that, we're not gonna overhunt these areas. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're strategically doing it to give our our clients the best chance to you know best get experience. a deer. Yeah, yeah. Get, yeah. So are you strictly into deer? You hunt other animals? I mean, yeah, I've shot a turkey before. I'm not good at it. You know, I'm still <laughs> learning. Yeah, I'm still learning. Uh, I missed a nice 150 uh, deer this past season, um, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting into it. Uh, you know, I still. I'm new to it. It's it's kind of hard, um, just with with the season because when hunting season is during the middle of our season, so it's like I don't really get the chance to you know practice or go out as much as I want to. But you know I'm trying to do it when I can. 